Welcome to the Joe Moffat Show. I am your host, Joe Moffat, coming to you live. Did he say live? Yes, baby. I said all the way live. From the JM Studios over here in the beautiful city of Enid, Oklahoma. Welcoming you guys in the 2007 motherfucking team. Hello, one and all. All and one. Welcome to the new batch of fuckery that will be dispensed all over you motherfuckers in heavily charged masses, particularly off the top of buildings and in the form of sticky, gooish liquid. Now, that's what we have in store for 2017. Yes, yes, yes. 2017 is going to be great. Hey! Missed you fuckers from the last week. Of course, I didn't take a week off. I told y'all I was going to be here. And that is where I happen to be. On that Thursday night, on SoundCloud, on Stitcher, on Spreaker, and of course on iTunes, baby. I'll never forget about iTunes. You motherfuckers love me too much on iTunes, and it shows in my reviews. And for those that ain't showed me in love and reviews, shame on you, motherfucker. What are you waiting on? Get off your goddamn ass and go over to goddamn iTunes and give me a review, bitch. I don't ask for much, goddamn. You niggas ain't paying for this shit. What the hell? This is high-quality motherfucking entertainment, bitches. Let's keep it rolling, shit. <laughs> and on that note, again, I want to welcome everybody. Once again, this has been a hell of a year that's already kicked off. Of course, 2016 was not going to let go. That motherfucker held on to the very last motherfucking minute. There wasn't a minute in motherfucking 2016 that wasn't engulfed in bullshit. I am not lying. They ran bullshit all the way up to when the goddamn balls dropped in this motherfucker. Yes, this shit was cray fucking Z, don't tell me you ain't see Mariah Carey's crazy ass not being able to sing her own motherfucking songs. Bitch, those are your songs. That's your shit. How you gonna fuck up your shit? You wrote this shit, bitch. And if you didn't, another motherfucker did. You been doing these same motherfucking songs 25 years. Oh, how the fuck? Look. Man, uh, I don't give a damn what she said they did. That's your shit. I will never show my ass up on stage not being able to tell my own motherfucking jokes. I can assure you. I don't need a sound check. I don't... Breaker 1-9, Breaker 1-9, fuck you. I know what the fuck I'm going to say. I'm sitting here with a barrel of motherfucking notes right now on my phone, and I'm ready to spew all over you motherfuckers. And it's going to be great, and it will be wonderful. And you will feel fulfilled, <laughs> you know, shit. But this bitch gets on stage in front of God and everybody. This bitch wasn't on Miami's New Year's Eve party. No, no, no. This bitch wasn't on the New Year's party that they do in fucking Las Vegas. No, no, no. She wasn't over no motherfucker. She was on the top dog. She was on the creme de la creme of the goddamn New Year's Eve shows. She was on fucking Dick Clark, because the whole hoe, I'm going to tell you right now, first of all, if that hoe would have pulled that shit while Dick Clark was alive, Dick Clark would have walked his ass down on that stage, he'd be like, wait a minute. Oh. And he probably would have said the same goddamn thing I said, bitch, them your songs. We ain't playing nothing, nigga. We ain't trying to get you to sing Michael Jackson. We trying to get you to sing Mariah Carey. Oh, look, bitch. You're Mariah fucking Carey. How the fuck 
can you not sing your own shit, bitch? That's like me grabbing my own dick and not knowing how to jack off, so I put a finger in my ass. What the fuck are you doing? What, <laughs> what the holy fuck are you doing? Can't sing your own goddamn songs, you crazy bitch. I know better. Shit. Ronda Rousey's crazy ass. What the fuck happened to her? This bitch used to be the baddest thing moving. This motherfucker was the realest thing wrote, the truest thing spoke when it came to getting in that cage and getting into some girl's ass. She knew how to do that better than 10 niggas. She was a bad bitch. Oh, but baby, somebody told her she can do something different and make more money. And be honest with you, Ronda didn't let that shit go, y'all. Y'all better understand and stop paying for that bitch to be on pay-per-view. Stop doing that shit because she ain't in it no more. She ain't in it no more. One, the motherfucker that's training her clearly can't box. That bitch has no boxing acumen whatsoever. She was sitting here talking shit about Floyd Mayweather Jr. She need to take some motherfucking pointers from his runaway bitch ass. Yes, nigga, I ain't forgot about you, motherfucker. Don't think I didn't let your ass slide. And in honor of my nigga Larry Wilmore, Bill Cosby, I ain't forgot about your sorry ass either. I'm just taking a break on the bullshit as I continue. Now. But like I said before, Ronda Rousey ass need to get some goddamn boxing tips. This motherfucker don't know how to swing a punch for shit. She's standing there with her hands in front of her, but the bitch don't realize that your hands have to be up above your face to keep your ass from getting fucking tattooed across your eye. I'm not going to know. Because, no, don't be sitting here trying to come at me talking about, oh, Joe, it's harder than it looks. I know it's harder than it looks, bitch. That's why I'm at home not doing that shit. I'm not crazy. I'm not insane. You say to me some shit, tell me, let's climb in the cage. Climb in a cage, nigga. Wait a minute, bitch. They stuck my ass on the bottom of a goddamn boat. My, my answer's on the bottom of a boat. I can show you a, a cage ain't going to be some shit I want to get into. Fucking around with no goddamn cages, you cra- what <laughs> shit, nigga? You ain't gonna stick me in a cage with a white boy. I just know. Some somebody gonna bring too much. A little bit. Somebody gonna walk in there with rope on their tennis shoes, and I'm gonna kill everybody in that goddamn arena. You're not putting me in no goddamn cage. Fuck you. I know. I will not do it. No. I'm gonna fuck if the bitch ain't got a damn roof on it. No. I will not do it. I'm not putting my black ass in no fucking cage. Fuck you. Shit. And this bitch, she knows how to fight, but she don't know how to box. That's very fucking clear. Ronda Rousey has no hands. That bitch has zero on the hand scale. Not a goddamn ounce. So it, so it didn't shock me when she got her ass whooped. It shocked me that she got her ass whooped so efficiently and in record time. I was like, God damn, this bitch don't know how to guard? Punch coming, put up hand. You don't block a punch with your face, bitch. Who the hell training this hoe? God damn. This shit don't make no sense. It don't make no goddamn sense that this girl getting paid three. Explain to me how the bitch who got her ass kicked make damn near 10 times more than the bitch who handed out the ass kicking. I'll wait. You can't. Because you can't dispel that much fucker on me at one time. I know better. But for those that don't know, we all know Ronda Rousey got WWE on the brain. 
We we know this. It's coming. They have been talking about this deal long and hard and and contract <laughs> kind of fuck you. I know I said long and hard, eat a dick. <laughs> but they've been focusing on this shit long and hard and they've been trying to figure out how to get it done. They wanted her to be completely and totally away from UFC and and to me it's cuz it's it's weird. You'll see it and you don't recognize it. She's lost the last two fights. So her legitimacy in UFC is basically down in the toilet. So now what she has to do is they're going to try to transition her from UFC to WWE. It's going to be pretty easy, but it's going to have its downfalls. She's going to have to prove herself as a wrestler to be able to make it. She's going to have to get in that ring and actually learn how to fake wrestle it, which is very, very hard work. I will never knock a wrestler for what they do. We understand that it's scripted, but it's not fake. I take that back. Why well, I said fake a minute ago. I'm sorry, wrestling. Ladies and gentlemen, it's very real. That shit is very, very real. People get very, very hurt very, very badly. Okay? There are men and women that are walking around in this world that can't stand up straight because they gave their lives for World Wrestling Entertainment and other factions all over the country. And I'll be goddamn if I disrespect those people's art for the benefit of what the fuck you think. Okay, wrestling is very fucking real. It's scripted. The shit's not real, but the moves, the acrobatics, the hits to the mat, the throws through the table, you have to know how to take that shit. If you take that shit wrong, your ass will die. This is not for fake. This shit is for real, my nigga. Anything that'll kill you is really, really, real, real. All right? So I, I hope Rhonda, you know, cheers to her. I hope she can get her head on straight and go on ahead and make that transition. You either got to learn how to box or take your ass to WWE. And that's all I got to say about that. Now, I know I got a big segment for this show, but I got a whole lot of news. A lot of fucking shit popped off. Like on New Year's Eve when Don Lemon took his black ass on, that, on cable TV and thought it was cute to take tequila shots and start expressing this nigga's feelings. I felt bad than a motherfucker for my nigga. Oh my God. Do you know what it's like to express your feelings to a woman? Now do you know what it's like to express your feelings when you're drunk and on TV? That ain't some easy shit to do. Well, it's kind of easy because your inhibitions have fell through the flow. They never should have let a nigga that damn depressed get fucked up. I'm not sitting here, Soledad. I'm not mad at Soledad O'Brien for talking shit. She had her right to say her opinion, but in the same breath and light, I, I'm just going to tell her to shut the hell up. I ain't going to be, I ain't going to cuss her out like I do with some people because she does make a point. But in the same breath and light, in my eyes, if you didn't really see that young man making a cry out for help, I don't know what to tell y'all. Ladies and gentlemen, Don, Don Lemon is dealing with some form of depression simply from that bur outburst that he had. He wasn't cussing. He wasn't acting a fool. He wasn't trying to pull up on some pussy. I remember some niggas drunk on TV that did shit, but tried to. This bitch was asking this nigga direct questions. And all Joe Namath's drunk ass could say on motherfucking Monday Night Football, your eyes sure are pretty, baby. Ow, nigga. Who the fuck don't remember that shit? I'll never forget that shit because that was the greatest motherfucking shit I had ever seen on TV to that point. When Joe Namath's drunk ass was sitting there, God, your perfume smells so good, baby. Mm, mm, mm. Now that, <laughs> the nigga said, mm, mm, mm. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> that shit was funny as fuck. And he pulled it off. He probably, she probably fucked his brains out later on that night too. And then took his drunk ass straight to fucking rehab so he don't never do that shit on national goddamn TV again. Hell, 
We have Joe Namath here. You so pretty, baby. Goddamn. Don Lemon. This nigga's video, this motherfucker was having a nervous fucking breakdown. I am, nigga, I am lonely and disgusted, and all I want is a joint and my dick touch. That was the whole goddamn message Don Lemon had to deliver that night, ladies and gentlemen. For New Year's Eve, he wanted his dick touch and to smoke some weed. That's what the fuck Don Lemon wanted. He didn't want no goddamn tequila. Fuck you, but it was dead and he took it. That's what a nigga that's depressed do. You in inhale the first amount of shit that's around your crazy ass. But shout out to him. I, I'm glad to see that he was human. We let, we put these people on these pedestals and let them not be human. That man is human. Y'all leave him the fuck alone. Don Lemon, I got your back, bro. We here at the Joe Moffat Show got your back. Because believe you me, there have been plenty of times where I've been sitting around with some bad bitches. And for some fucking reason, I had the nerve and audacity to go whoop a tree's ass because that nigga was talking shit. I, he is not the only motherfucker to have a drunken moment. Now, I wasn't on national fucking TV, no, but that nigga was still, <laughs> it's still, you know, it fits. What the fuck? I mean, I feel sorry for the dude. I mean, yeah, goddamn, I, you know, I almost called one of my sisters, say, man, go to, go to New Orleans and, you know, give Don Lemon some pussy real quick. Dude need it. Bye. You know, what the fuck? I don't know shit. <laughs> I was about to call down to New Orleans and buy a prostitute for that nigga, you know, just like pet his head, make him feel better about himself. Jesus Christ. I was depressed for Don goddamn Lemon after listening to what that nigga said on CNN. Shit. He poured his heart out to the world. That probably didn't got that nigga more pussy than pussy than seen pussy, and that's for real. I feel bad for him up to the point that I thought about it that this nigga probably getting laid like a motherfucker. After he did that shit, Hell, if that don't get you some pussy, nothing will. Chris Brown and Soldier Boy are arguing. Chris Brown, Lord, do we got to go over this again? Why you keep fucking with irrelevant niggas, Chris? Somebody please pass this over to Chris Brown. Put this shit in his ear and let him hear it very loud and clearly. Why the fuck do you enjoy fucking with irrelevant ass niggas? If you know the motherfucker's trying to get a rise out of you for attention, why give him the motherfucking attention? That makes you look like a dumbass, bitch, not him. He has achieved his goal. Now we all know what Soldier Boy told him. Not a goddamn thing, because that big lip motherfucker ain't had shit to say since that first fucking album came out that wasn't shit. Why the fuck is Chris Brown dealing with a one-hit wonder? Nigga, you is a one-hit wonder. Stevie Wonder even wondering what the fuck you still doing here. Go home. You done made a little nigga. You done made a little money, nigga. That's great. Get your black ass home. We done with you. Take care now. Bye-bye then. Get your ass hit the bricks. Now, this nigga trying to start fights with one person who could quite possibly be the greatest, one of the greatest R&B artists and entertainers of our time, but this dumbass nigga keep dealing with irrelevant ass niggas. I understand when he got into the fight with Drake. Drake ain't an irrelevant ass nigga to a point. Drake's relevancy comes from the work of others. Y'all ain't gonna like me saying that, but the truth burns like herpes, nigga. Sorry. That nigga is, that nigga's success is built around others, okay? He took all the money he had from a Nickelodeon show. Not from selling dope. Not from selling his dick to tricks on the goddamn street. No, 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 no. This nigga took all of his money from Nickelodeon. 
and then came out talking shit. Started from the bottom, now I'm here. Fuck you. You didn't start from the goddamn bottom, you big head bastard. You came from nigga fucking Lodian. How the fuck does a nigga come from... Nigga, if Eminem had came from, from Nickelodeon and started seeing the shit that he said on his fucking albums, nigga, Nickelodeon would have been canceled three fucking years ago. Well, well fuck it, 14 fucking years ago. Because that crazy son of a bitch, man... And now Chris Brown then left relevant niggas alone. He he letting a, a irrelevant nigga bringing up shit from years ago. Yes, Chris Brown punched Rihanna in the face. Yes, that nigga was probably wrong. But yes, this nigga is not rampant about punching niggas, bitches in the face. This is not. I knew a nigga that punched a bitch in the face. She called the police. He went to jail. That nigga got out, went back home, and punched that bitch in the face again. That is a, an abuser. That is a motherfucker who cannot control his motherfucking emotions. I don't think Chris Brown is necessarily a fucking abuser, but I do think he dumb as fuck. For sitting here dealing with irrelevant ass niggas. Stop fucking with irrelevant ass niggas. If an irrelevant ass nigga rolling your way and holla ho ho rolling your way, your ass need to step away. And hold on, boo-boo. Before you put me on your irrelevant nigga list, let me let you in on a little secret, pimp. I was doing it big before you boys even know what the fuck big was, okay? All right. For the folks that ain't never heard. Huh, baby, this ain't a this 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 ain't me coming, bitch. I'm coming back. Y'all just don't know where I'm coming from, and that's just, that's that's fine. It's all good and gravy. But I implore you, Mr. Brown, please, sir, stop fucking with bitch bullshit ass niggas like fucking Soldier Boy. Fuck that nigga and fuck his crew. Fuck everything about that nigga. Alright? Quit letting irrelevant niggas get in your goddamn mainframe and then make cause we already know your mainframe is shoddy as, as it is. Your shit needs work. Not sitting here fucking with irrelevant bullshit niggas. And for every time I just said irrelevant in that last statement, I'm gonna make donations and proceeds who go. Uh, to the local strip club in the area here in my town. Now, um, Megyn Kelly left Fox News to go to NBC. Who gives a shit? Cat Williams. Fuck. 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 I'm going to cry for this nigga, man. I, I, goddamn, I am so scared. I, Cat Williams is giving me and other comedians and entertainers and artists a hands-on guide to what the fuck you are not supposed to do when you become a celebrity and make it as, as, and get started and become rich and famous. This nigga is giving us a step-by-step -step motherfucking guide to how not to be a fuck-up. This motherfucker sold out arenas. This motherfucker has sold out theaters. This motherfucker can go into any motherfucking town with a large black population any motherfucking way in America and sell out a goddamn arena just like that. Mr. Williams, what the fuck are you doing on a city bus? I have got to know. Nigga, I 
am broke and have been broke for years. But ask me the last time I was on a motherfucking metro. It ain't been in this goddamn decade. Back up. Put it in line, baby. Shit. Yo, motherfucking ass riding around on public transportation. You want to know why Denzel Washington don't take public transportation? You want to know why? Training day. That's why. Because somebody will walk up to Denzel Washington in all they fucking craziness and tell his ass, Sir, I don't think your acumen of acting was up to your full potential for you to earn an Oscar for training day. And you know what's going to happen after that? Denzel Washington going to be on the news knocking a nigga out because somebody criticized his ass for motherfucking training day. Okay? Okay? So, Cat, keep your dumb ass off the bus. Yes, that old man punched you in the face. Yes, that old man took advantage of you. And yes, we all wondering who this old motherfucker is so he can get famous off your dumb ass. Stop! Chris Brown and Cat Williams need to go to the National Association for Rehabbing Away from Irrelevant Motherfucking Niggas. Because that's all the fuck y'all do is fuck with bullshit ass niggas. Stop it. It's not worth it. Cut that shit out. No, doggy. No. Sit your bitch ass in that corner. Rub your nose in irrelevant niggas' piss so you'll stay away from them. I don't fucking know what I got to do, but goddammit, I'm willing to try. Shit. I bring up Cat Williams and Chris Brown because I like them motherfuckers. They make wonderful, one make beautiful music, the other one makes your ass laugh until it hurts. So it hurts me when I see people who are entertaining and I like spending my money on. It makes me second guess if I need to be spending my money on fucking with crazy motherfuckers like you two. Chris Brown, uh, Soldier Boy said, I don't give a fuck about what Soldier Boy said, man. Fuck that nigga, man. Give a shit about a goddamn soldier boy. Go tell his ass to set the fuck down some goddamn well shit. By the way, I uh, this um, is kind of like also a promotion to a new product I'd like to offer you guys. I will be uh, volunteer. Well, no, fuck you. No, I don't volunteer shit. I will be selling my services to eradicate you of bullshit niggas like Ray J and Soldier Boy too. And it's gonna be a simple cost of five thousand dollars for a two-week program to eradicate your life of irrelevant ass niggas. We do have discount plans for broke niggas, but that does come with a credit check. <laughs> for more information, please feel free to email me at thejoemoffershow at gmail.com. <laughs> Last news story before we get into the meat and potatoes of this thing. What? Oh, wait a minute. No, oh, we got two more. Oh, no, shit. I'm crunching time. Okay, so we're going to push through these because I want to get these in and out so we can get to the main topic of the show uh, discussed. Kim Burrell, you fat, loud mouth bitch. How fucking dare you sit your sorry ass around knowing that you going on the little gay lady show. Knowing the little gay lady is sweet and nice and wonderful. I'm talking about Ellen. That bitch is hilarious and beautiful and terrific. She is a great human being. And you're going to take your punk ass knowing you about to go on this money train. Know you about to get paid. The Hidden Voices goddamn tour was getting started with your stupid ass at the fucking forefront. And what the fuck you do? I think gay people are disgusting. Bitch, 
you just, I don't applaud nobody to leave money on the table. And this dumb bitch just left money on the motherfucking table. Seriously. She just dropped all her motherfucking money and left it on the goddamn table. Making that goddamn movie, knowing good and hell well, you're going to say some shit like that and one of the stars of the goddamn movie gay and you've been working with this motherfucker for months on end. Are you kidding me right now, bitch? How fucking stupid can you goddamn be? I don't give a fuck what faith you believe in. Don't fuck off your cash, because your cash pays for your motherfucking faith, you stupid bitch. Overopinionated, ignorant, dumb son of a bitch. That's what the fuck she was when she pulled that shit off, talking shit about gay people in front of a room full of people with niggas with goddamn cell phones recording your ignorant ass and putting you on YouTube in the name of Jesus. Them niggas ruin your whole career by the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. That's your ass, bitch. <laughs> to the loo, boo-boo. All them gay niggas that be at the goddamn, that, that, that do your damn hair and do your damn makeup and do your goddamn outfits, bet them niggas won't be kicking with your ass no more. You be trying to figure out how to put that goddamn weave and stitch that shit in and glue that shit in by your motherfucking self. Hell, fake ass bitch. Who that pissed me off? Because all I can say they were thinking about was that ignorant bitch left money on the motherfucking table. Pouring piss, trying to pour piss on somebody else's head and make them think it's rain because she wanted them to believe in the fuckery that she believed in. Only problem is the fuckery that you believe in is provided to you by the motherfuckers with that money. And now your dumb ass missed out on your money for your goddamn beliefs. So please, please feel free to send that raggedy bitch back to goddamn South Park or Third Ward or Sunnyside or Northside or Acres Home or wherever the fuck that bitch live in H-Town. And don't never, ever let that buckethead bitch back out again until she learn how to fucking act right and be civil amongst people. You uppity motherfucker, you. Shout out to Ellen. Love your show. Love you as Dory. That is the greatest goddamn thing since sliced bread. Now, last but not least, (laughs) y'all know I can't do shit. I can't move. I ain't been able to breathe. But I'm talking about Uncle Donnie. Goddamn Uncle Donnie, you dumb motherfucker. Uncle Donnie did not now. You crazy motherfuckers voted Uncle Donnie in as president. I should have warned y'all about Uncle Donnie. Uncle Donnie is retarded. Y'all didn't want to hear me. We should have put that nigga in a bib and a binky so he wouldn't have been able to talk so goddamn much. But, yes, Uncle Donnie is retarded. I'm talking about Donald Trump. Uncle Donnie is retarded. Okay? (laughs) This nigga is mad because don't nobody want to perform at his inauguration. (laughs) This nigga is mad because he don't want, don't, nobody want to fuck with this nigga. Dude, what the fuck did you expect? You can't go, what did Cat say years ago? If you walk in the club and grab the mic and scream, fuck everybody in the club and think you gonna walk out without getting clocked in the motherfucking head, you out your rabbit ass mind. That's the way this shit goes. You can't do that. And what did the fuck Trump do? Trump said he's going to help out the blacks. He called all the rapists 
and 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 bad motherfuckers in the world's Mexicans. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He labeled every Hispanic person on the planet as a rapist. And believe you me, in my past, there have been plenty of Hispanic women that I would have let willingly rape the fuck out of me. God bless them, every one. <laughs> this nigga didn't. This nigga didn't disassociated himself with. How the fuck you disassociate yourself with your own people is beyond me. But that nigga pulled it off. Because even Garth fucking Brooks said, no, nigga. Your ass ain't somebody I want to be associated with. Nigga, Garth Brooks sings to the motherfuckers who voted for Donald Trump. And he even said, no, no, no. Uh-uh-uh. And then what was real funny about it was all the white folks wanted to get mad. We're going to boycott Garth Brooks. Do you motherfuckers know how much money that man and made off your ass? Bitch, you, if you stopped listening to Garth Brooks, you would be fucking off your investment. Because all your sorry asses invested half of your time in, in white America, in most fucking cases over the last few years when it comes to music, is Garth fucking Brooks. So if Garth Brooks don't want to fuck with Donald Trump, what the fuck make you think anybody else do? They say this nigga had the nerve to try to invite Beyonce. They say Beyonce just sent that nigga a smiley face emoji, laughing her ass off with tears coming out of her goddamn eyes. That was Beyonce's response to performing for Brother Trump, for Uncle Donnie. You know what I'm saying? Why don't we try this? Why don't we try telling Uncle Donnie <laughs> well, why don't we actually get an old? The only way Donald Trump way to pull us out to get performance is if, at the same time, he doing his inauguration, this nigga gonna have to like take donations for like poor kids that are dying of diseases that nobody knows what the fuck they've ever heard of. I'm serious. That's the only way this nigga gonna get somebody to perform for his ignorant ass. Except for the one girl, she actually said that she would perform if they would let her perform. The song Strange Fruit by Billie Holiday. And if Donald Trump, <laughs> mark my words, if you've never heard Strange Fruit by Billie Holiday, and if Donald Trump is stupid enough to let this chick pull this one out, nigga, we all dead by 2018 because this motherfucker going to get us killed. If he that goddamn dumb, I'm sorry, and I stand behind the 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 song Strange Fruit because and I, I'm not gonna tell you what it's about. I want people to learn. Go look it up. Look up Strange Fruit. Learn about it. Originally sung by Nina Simone. I want you to learn the reference to that song, and you understand why I'm saying what I said. Because I'm telling you now, if Donald Trump do that, is is nigga, it's game, game over for us. Cause he that damn dumb. Everybody would wonder, is he really that damn dumb? If he pull that shit off, the answer will be yes. Matter of fact, it'll be more than yes. It'll be hell yes. <laughs> you dumbest dog shit, motherfucker. Straight up and down. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is your weekly news. So, I was kind of pulled back by a picture that I saw posted online. Um... It was posted by a radio station that I've loved and adored for years out of Houston, Texas. Shout out to KBXX 97.9 in the box. Holla at you, boy. And um, in the picture, there was a young lady. And there was a caption on the top and the bottom of the photo. Of the photo. 
Um, did I just say Poto? What the hell? Uh, I told you this bro was hot. So, yeah, kind of threw me off a little bit. Y'all can excuse me. Please, please. Um, in, but in the caption it says, If a woman sells her pussy so her kids can eat, is she a hoe or a provider? Now, y'all know we here at the Joe Moffat Show carry our um, beliefs openly. We have feelings and emotions, and, and, you know, we understand that life has to be lived. Shit has to be done. People got to take care of their business. Just sometimes we all need a little push into the right direction instead of the wrong. <clears throat> so it kind of boggled my mind a bit when I, I was reading through the feed and what I was seeing from the responses was, was kind of shocking it, it, because it was, it was an even mix of, of both men and women, both having a open opinion on the subject. And within that open opinion, one side basically said ho, the other one said provider, okay? There was a gentleman on there that kind of threw me for a loop. He said that there's no excuse that the young lady is unable to find st substantial employment that would allow her to take care of her and her child. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I... I, I I kind of hear what bruh's saying, but I thought I'd do a little bit of investigating, as I do. And within this investigating, I took a look at average incomes from an average job in the United States of America. Okay? Um, th this particular employer is one of the largest employers in the country. And recently, a report came out stating that most of them, the employees of said employer, um, of course, not all of them, but a large portion, do receive welfare, food stamps, government assistant benefits to the tune of $6.2 billion. Bill, not million Billion, not 600 million, 6.2 billion dollars. And I'm sitting here seeing this like, these is the highest employer of people in the country and a large portion of these said people aren't able to take care of themselves and their children and their family. So, but I, but like I said, bro, in the on the in the comment section of from this particular post, basically said that it was okay. It's easy to find a job and to work and take care of your family. Okay, so I did a little math. We grabbed a calculator and I did some figures to to basically take a look at exactly if it was po if it's possible. And of course, I took the figures. I got the figures from uh, Glassdoor.com and their assessment of the average incomes of a Walmart employee. And I just pulled up the most basic Walmart employee there is that you walk through the door, a sales associate. That's the person that, that that's somebody working the counter, you know, working, uh, checking people out. That's, you know, maybe working a section in the store, something of that nature. But usually they're on checkout. Okay. So that average 
came, they said on average they make $9.02 an hour. Now, if you take those hours and you multiply them by the average number of hours if you miss no work, okay? So an average roundabout number of hours if have you missing no work would get you right around at $18,761.60, which is, would be a good average yearly salary if you're making $9.02 an hour, okay? Um, the amount of hours, let's see, how many hours was it? 6163 divided by... 9.02, no, hold on, 9.02 equals, so that's right around 2,080 hours, which average, you know, 52 weeks a year, that's four, That's 52 weeks a year, 40 hours a week, okay, right, right, sound like fair, you know, no, over, not assessing overtime, overtime is a variable, just like in child support, overtime is a variable, um, so it is not counted, so we're not going to count overtime, just regular hours, now, $18,761. Now, a realtor friend here of mine in Oklahoma has houses available right now for $525. Two bedroom. Okay? Houses, not apartment. Houses, an actual home. Okay? And um, over at E-Town Property Management, anybody here in town want to check them out? They got you hooked up. Now, um, to where for a year it will be right around $6,300. In rent, that's what you're going to pay. That's right at $525, $6,300 a year. So you got to subtract that out, and that's going to leave you with $12,461.40. I'm just talking about rent. I ain't got in the gas. I ain't got in the food. I ain't got in the utilities. I haven't got into a phone because everybody needs a phone. Now, you know, this, this, this day and age, even if it's a house phone, your ass got to have a phone. You have to put phone damn near in utilities nowadays. The minimum you have to have is a house phone because you have to be, if something happens to your ignorant ass, you got to be able to do what? Call and get your ass some help. There you go. Not only that, you have a child, so you also have to do it for the benefit. Fuck you. Do it for the benefit of the child, right? Right? Everybody, I know you niggas is following me with this shit, so we're going to keep this, this party rolling. Now, so when you get, if, if you take a look, at the average family spending, it's going to be, even for a mother and child, it's going to be around $15,000 a year. A fucking year. And once again, like I said, I'm, I'm looking at average numbers. I'm looking at average light bills that, you know, that's, that's you know, some numbers that I kind of put together on utilities, toiletries, uh, a possibly a car note. Um, that's gas, that's food. You know, the food alone was three, almost $300 a month because I don't give a damn what you say. The groceries are high as fuck right now. I raised a family of four. My food bill is astronomical. I was blessed that one of my children was able to make it into college to where I'm not having to feed her all the time. You know, she comes home, she eats, she leaves, you know. But my food bill is right around $300 a month on average. You know, sometimes it's four fifty. Sometimes it may be a little bit less, depending on how much eating out and shit we do, which ain't helping the goddamn food bill. And that still adds in as well. You know, fast food counts. That's still food. Okay. Now, so if you're sitting at a fifteen thousand dollar downfall, 
having to spend $15,000, that's going to leave you at a shortfall of $2,778.40. I come to you, ladies and gentlemen, asking and bearing the question, where is this supposed to come from? Because one, uh, two things that I didn't mention earlier, but I added into this, once again, I said there is a child. Children need medical care. Children need shots. Children get sick. Children get hurt. On a regular basis, a parent can spend easily $1,000 a year in medical care. I'm saying $1,000 to be nice, okay? That's if you got insurance. Because one way in there, you're going to have to pay a deductible on something, okay? So looking at these figures... That's going to leave you right around at a 27, so we're going to just call it $2,800 downfall. The exact number is $2,778.40. That's every year. Who are you going to call? You going to call baby daddy or baby mama to cover that downfall? Because I, I can't look at that picture and put it out there and just say if a woman sold her pussy, she hold her provider, because dick niggas sell dick too. Okay? Don't get it twisted. Men prostitute themselves just as much as women do. You motherfuckers about to learn that all of y'all asses, every one of you, yes you reverend, yes you pastor, yes you nasty motherfuckers, all of you motherfuckers is prostitutes. We all goddamn hoes. Every motherfucking one of us. But I want to get to this downfall first because I want to help me understand what is $2,800 is supposed to come from. Let me tell you some ideas of some places where the $2,800 from, come from. We're just going to start with $500. And this is going to be live math when I do this for your ass because I know this shit like the back of my hand. As a former manager of a payday loan company for an unspecific company. I'm not going to tell you who they are because they was assholes, but people that know me, they know where I ran the camp and I was the boss of the goddamn barn. There it is. I was the baddest motherfucker on the planet in that motherfucker. Now, so we're going to talk about payday loans. A loan option that is basically available to anybody that's been on a job for three months and you got an active checking account. Okay? So we're going to do payday loans. A payday loan is $500. Okay? The highest in most states. Some go fifteen hundred, some go a thousand. We're just gonna stick here in Oklahoma, five hundred dollars. So when you take that five hundred dollars, it comes with a fee that averages right around sixty-five dollars and forty-six cents. Okay. Now we ain't gonna go percentages and interests on that. We just talking facts and cash. All right. We got it. I'm on a clock here, ladies and gentlemen. We ain't getting into too many fucking details. Now, so that's $65.46. You get that loan. You get $500. You come back in. Every time you come back in, you got to pay $565.46. You can come in five times and do that before you have to pay back the loan. We're going to multiply that by five. That's $327.30 that you have already spent. I already told you this girl was at a goddamn $2,800 downfall. Every two weeks, she didn't have to go pay a damn payday loan company $65.46 to help cover the little bit of a downfall. And that wasn't even covering a part of the downfall. She needed that money because the damn car broke down. 
She needed that money because her house got flooded, her apartment got flooded out. And the landlord, yeah, he fixed everything, but she had all the damn baby's clothes got ruined. And she had to go buy the baby some new shit. You know? Had to go buy herself some new clothes because she got to go to work. She can't go to work on her drawers. Not working at Walmart. You can go shopping in your drawers at Walmart, but you can't go to work in your drawers at Walmart. Just saying. Okay? Now, that cycle goes five times, okay? At the fifth or sixth time, you have to pay back the entire amount of the loan, the full 565.46. Okay? So you pay that back. Like I said, yeah, we missed that part, didn't we? The first 327.30 has not only not paid any of the $500 down, that's all motherfucking interest. They force you in a state like Oklahoma after the fifth loan to pay it off. You have to pay it off. That has already put you at a downfall of $892.76. Ladies and gentlemen, I just told you this girl and her baby already in the whole $2,800. We about to add $892 more motherfucking dollars to it. Because something happened and she needed some cash. How do we, you know, I know they all say we got to figure it out and pay our bills and do our thing. But damn it, sometimes we need, everybody need a helping hand. That's the reason why I say all of y'all is hoes. I'm a hoe. I've been a hoe since day one. I wear that goddamn badge with pride because we all sometimes have to do some things to get to where the fuck we need to be. So to ask the question, I'm thinking she is a provider. But I'm once again still going to explain to you why. Because this poor girl is still having to look down the barrel of a damn downfall. And here's what a downfall on average gets worse. And I'm not going to bring up a hoe right now. I'm going to bring up your grandmother. Yes, your grandmother. Because your grandmother, as many of our grandmothers are, that are capable of driving and running the checkbook and still making money and all that shit, they come and get them damn payday loans drastically. If you know any elderly people that is caught up in payday loans and you want to help them pay that off, help them pay it off so they ain't got to pay that no more. Because guess what? That $800.92, that happens every fucking six weeks when you are on a cycle with payday loans. If you get paid every two weeks. Our elderly, they do have a little bit of an advantage because they only got to pay it once a month if they're only receiving disability. But you better believe if they're receiving a regular job, even with them receiving Social Security, not disability, Social Security, if they're receiving Social Security but they have a regular job, that payday loan company is going to want to know about their regular job so that way they can double the rates. Yes. This poor girl had a bad situation. She needed help. She went to a legal option, and it's cost her damn near more then she even originally thought it cost an additional $392.76. And guess what? Guess what? When you pay that $565.46 back and you got to go two days, that's two days on a paycheck from Walmart that you got to go without until you're able to go back in. Be lucky if you do that shit on a Friday. 
Be blessed if you do it on a Monday because you can have your money back by Wednesday. You do it on a Friday, your ass ain't going to see it till Monday. You got to go through the whole weekend broke. The reason why I said call it a blessing, though, is because it gives you a chance to think about not doing it again. Anywho, we're going to get our payday loans, send my spiel, get back on topic about being nasty, dirty, filthy little hoes. Now, dude said, and I quote once again, she can work an average job. But we just looked at an average job and an average income, and that average income clearly shows that it ain't going to cut it, baby. That ain't enough. So what do you do? Do you take out a second job? Well, guess what you do when you got to take out a second job? That's going to cost you more money. Taking out a second job costs more money, ladies and gentlemen. That's more gas you got to put in the car. That's more money you got to pay on a babysitter. That's another set of uniforms that you possibly got to pay for just to have a goddamn job in the United States of America. Yes, I have worked at places where I had to pay for my own shirts and shit to work for them. Really, nigga? Your ass can't provide me with the first shirt, nigga? For real? And I'm doing this shit for you? Nigga? Shit. Getting a second job don't fucking help. That don't make things easier. That don't alleviate nothing. You make $200 on a, on a second job. It's only bringing you in 100 more dollars. Well, guess what? Your ass is still at a downfall. You still at a downfall. Because guess what? <laughs> they care going to eat up that. They having to pay a babysitter going to eat up some of that. That extra gas, you running that ragged-ass car that already had to go to the shop and get a damn payday loan to fix that motherfucker, and now you're going to run it double time? No, ladies and gentlemen. Some of us look at this situation as not being able to have a choice. Some of us don't even work at Walmart. Some of us feel more, more content. And I saw this in Oklahoma City, and it blew my mind back in June. I saw homeless man sitting there with a sign, okay? No food, hungry, can't work. Okay, I feel you. Then this little chick ran across the street, no shoes on, tatted up pants, but she was attractive. I'm, hey, y'all, it's about to get real, folks. I hope you're ready. I saw her run across the street, sit down with him, take the sign while he sat there and smoked a cigarette. All of this happened at the time I'm sitting in one of them long-ass lights trying to go to the airport. Yeah. I shit you not. So... I will never, ever, 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 ever condone sitting on your sorry ass and not getting out there and grinding. If you got enough in your ass to hold a sign, get your ass up and grind. It's just that simple. So I applaud any young woman. Any young man, any old woman, any old man, because guess what? Tricking run all ages, baby. From 18 and up, your ass is on the damn track. 
You got to pimp yourself to get a job. How many of y'all asked when I bought a brand new suit, brand new gear, got your hair cut, hair done, nail done, everything done, look balled out of control to go look up and run up in a nigga's ass for $11, for $9.02 an hour to work at a goddamn cash register. Tell me you ain't done it before, you dirty hoe. How about you married motherfuckers? Yeah, I'm going to call y'all asses out because I saw somebody that was married on there talking shit on the goddamn feed. What about you married motherfuckers? Yeah. Uh, want hubby to do something? You want hubby to, to go with you to go see some goddamn play at an amphitheater some motherfucking where, and you know this nigga don't want to do shit but scratch his balls and eat a sandwich and not be fucked with. So what do you do? You turn around and do the nasty shit that you only do on his birthday. On a Thursday, bitch. Damn. You filthy little hoe. You got a little boyfriend and you having car troubles. Yeah, baby, I'm talking to you. But I ain't talking about who you think I'm talking to. You got a little boyfriend. You know he got a little paper on him. He got a job. Your ass having car problems. His ass can help your ass out. So what do you do? You give him a little ass. Yeah, you do. You know you're going to do it. You let him put it in there. You let him put it in there before. That's the only in there you got. Ooh. Yes, I'm talking to you, girlfriend. You a hoe. Uh-huh. Oh, wiping y'all getting that egg off your face yet? Did you get the napkin? Did you clean it up? Yeah. See, y'all think the person of being a hoe, you want to turn hoe into a noun. A hoe, do, being a hoe is a verb because it's more of the act of what you do to get what you want. Hello, to get what you want. Now, some of y'all go above and beyond. You understand what I'm saying? Shit. We have a whole new age of hoes that we ain't never even fathom of seeing. There are little girls and guys post doing nothing but posting random pics on fucking Instagram. I got motherfuckers sending, them asses, uh, sending their asses on trips. You remember Randallin? The big booty bra we talked about a few months ago that was on Tosh.0? Yeah. One thing I may have not mentioned about that interview she did with Tosh is how somebody... Uh, offered her a trip to go to some some uh, Saudi prince, wanted her to come out there and, and hang out and let him buy shit. And, you know, because like I said before, ladies, trick and run all ages. Yes, trick and run all ages because there's always a trick for every treat. Husbands are sometimes tricks because they know wifey got the treats. In the same breath and light, though, sometimes hubby got the treats. You feel me? You feel me? And she got a trick for him. I, hell, I done done it before. Men, you know what I'm talking about. You know, you know, you done walk around the house with your shirt off and shit, prancing around, you hoe. Put on them tight-ass biking shorts so that your one nut can ride against your dick and make it look a little bit bigger. You niggas know who the fuck I'm talking about, dude. You're out there. 
Somebody blushing right motherfucking now. If you sit next to somebody who just heard that statement and they blushing, take a picture of his ass, send it to me. I will, I will retweet that shit in a instant. Yes. Shit. Men and women have been tricking since the beginning of time. There's always been, there was gods, well, there were kings and, and motherfuckers who had a whole harem of bitches that didn't do shit but lay around and wait for this nigga to come and fuck. Not because they didn't have nothing else to do, not because they couldn't read and write, they wasn't articulate, they wasn't dumb or nothing, they wasn't like retarded, but they just, they were there to fuck. Just like strip clubs today. Only difference is it, you can tease more and make more money now. You can make more money teasing niggas than you can fucking in some situations. Hell, the average prostitute, the, the average prostitute will fuck anything. The average person is trying to get it done. That provider, that provider. See, a provider have one or two, you know, dudes that she kick it with, wink at. Sometimes they dirty old men and want to trick off they goddamn uh, Social Security check. Shit, come over there, let him, you know, she come over there, rub his little old head, tickle his little balls for a little while. He leave the money on the nightstand. There it is. This shit been going on for the beginning of time. This ain't nothing new. And guess what? I'm talking about your motherfucking grandmother. Yes. I'm talking about your motherfucking memo. They didn't all have, if they didn't ever had to struggle, they didn't done it before. So before we go passing judgment on people being hoes and calling folks hoes and shit, we need to realize everybody do what they need to do to get where they need to be. Unless you want to go sit up under a motherfucking bridge and wait for it to happen for you. And guess what? Even when you sitting up under that bridge, some of you motherfuckers got to write up what? A articulated ass sign to get somebody's attention. Not everybody going to look. The more articulate your sign, usually the more money you make, you fucking whore. You was hoeing and you didn't even know it, Mr. Dumpster Man. You had no idea. Now think about if you did it on a level to get your ass out of the streets, you might get somewhere in life. And there it is, folks. I mean, you know, goddamn, all these fucking judgments and shit and, and all this craziness, we need to cut this shit out. We got, look, and the only reason why I kind of, I wanted to really dig in on this topic, and I hope you guys like the way I just delivered that to you. You know, I give you the, my best articulate work that I can do, but I, I, I cannot get off the mic tonight without mentioning it. I'm going to have to back up off of this motherfucker for a minute because I'm about to get loud. I'm about to get loud and I'm about to get real pissed off. Because I saw that motherfucking video that went down last night from them dumbass kids in fucking, uh, what was that, Atlanta? No, Chicago. If you haven't seen this, look this shit up. About the four motherfuckers who sit there and kidnapped this little boy and had him in a house some damn well, beating him up for no damn reason. They said a young man has special needs, which I'm still waiting on the investigation to come back on that part. You know, because really, and I'm only saying that because the media has been adding fuel to a lot of fires that didn't need to be lit. Anywho, this shit pissed me off because these sorry motherfuckers not only committed the crime, they went on Facebook 
fucking live, y'all. And posted this shit online like it was fucking cute. That damn commercial come on every goddamn day. Go on Facebook Live. Let's go outside and show everybody what you're doing. What's scary is I looked it up. This ain't the first time this done fucking happened that somebody didn't act. This last time something like this, some shit happened. They got videos out there of people getting killed on Facebook. Ladies and gentlemen, look. These was adults who did this to an 18-year-old boy. First of all, I'm, I'm going to say this out loud. I hope they asses get sent under the motherfucking jail. I hope they damn cell runs right, the damn pipes for the toilets and the shitter runs right over the ceiling of they motherfucking cell. That's how fucking low they need to be under the motherfucking jail. Because that's some bullshit what the fuck they did to that boy. They say they sent him out of the street. They, the, the police and people found him. He was completely bewildered and just, he don't know what to think. He don't know how to react. He don't know, he was not able to contradict what was going on. He may not be special needs, but after that shit, nigga, you will be. Shout out to John for that one. But my partner, I was talking about this with one of my homies at work today. And he said, shit, Joe, he may not be special needs, but after going through that shit, nigga, you be special needs too. I'm like, yep, I'd, 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 be, I'd be wanting to get on a short bus and take my ass home. No, they didn't kill the kid, but that ain't the point. Stop being fucking stupid. This shit is stupid. It's the stupidest fucking shit. And to post the shit online. I'm not going to sit here and just say it's black folks doing stupid shit because I'll be a motherfucking lie. It's too many of us doing too much stupid goddamn shit. If you're sitting here with a goddamn piece of meth in your hand right now, put that shit down. Stop being stupid. That ain't good for you. You want to get fucked up? Go smoke a joint like the rest of us that go to work and handle our business and take care of our kids and take our fucking responsibilities and don't want to do shit but get Fucked up and be left alone. I should not have to worry about my baby getting kidnapped, my child, my reason for living being hurt by a bunch of punk motherfuckers trying to do something cute on the fucking internet. Get your ass behind a mic, find a cause, and jump up in it like I do. Then you'll be considered somebody as respected and adored. Don't be a motherfucking jack-off just because you can. You might have the right to be a fuck-up, but that don't mean it's fucking right. I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen, but I had to get that off my chest. I was not going to be able to finish this day if I did not. And on that note, thank you for listening to The Joe Moffat Show. I am your host, Joe Moffat. You guys, kiss your babies tonight. Kiss yourself. Love thine self. Love one another. And most importantly, don't be fucking stupid kidnapping little kids. Man, goddamn, dude. Common fucking sense is, is free. That is the freest shit you can get on the planet is common sense. Use it. And on that note, I'm out this motherfucker. See y'all next week. Same crazy nigga time, 
Same crazy nigga channel. Peace.